Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. If you'd like to listen without adverts, read episode transcripts, or listen to extra bonus episodes, please check the description for more details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello. I've decided I'd like to talk a little bit about television in the UK today. Lately, I've been watching quite a few old television programs. Um, and it's sort of just reminding me of the past. And so I thought I'd talk a little bit about that kind of thing. So when I was growing up, when I was um, a boy, we had only four television channels available in the UK. I think you could get more, you could buy extra television channels, you could buy um, Sky, like satellite television channels. Um, but if you didn't have satellite, if you didn't pay for extra TV channels, then you had four TV channels. BBC One, BBC Two, um, ITV, and Channel Four. And it was a great time. <laughs> it was great because sometimes I think less is more. Um, it was very easy to just go through all of the channels quickly and see if there was anything on that you liked. And I think because there were less channels, maybe the things that were on TV were better. Um, maybe they could, you know, they, they, ha they had to put something good on because there were so few channels. Maybe it sort of feels like that. Maybe that's not true. I don't know. But it sort of felt like that. When I was in my teenage years, we got another channel. Uh, channel 5 was released and we had five channels and it was a really big thing and there was uh, advertisements everywhere, advertisements everywhere uh, about this new channel, Channel 5 and um, I remember when it was released I th 
the quality was very bad. The picture quality was very bad, and the sound quality. Um, it was when we were using like analog television, so before digital television came along. And uh, there's technical reasons why it was very bad, but I won't explain them. Anyway, it was pretty bad. So the picture looked all fuzzy, and uh, it, yeah, it just didn't look good. Is is the best way of explaining it. But but people still watched it. Um, but Channel Five was always like not so good. It was a bit cheap. It was a bit tacky. Um, yeah, it was sort of like a, an inferior um, channel compared with the others who seem to have like more high quality broadcasting high quality programs having said that um <laughs> yeah i suppose the other channels have always seemed a bit inferior to to the bbc bbc's like the um bbc channels are considered to be sort of like the best and then you have um itv and channel 4 and they were a bit cheaper and then channel 5 came along and wow that felt like rubbish I felt like rubbish television that did. Um, I can't remember exactly when it happened. Maybe I was still a teenager, late teenager, in my late teens, sorry. And um, the switch to digital happened. Analog TV died, it went away, and everyone was watching uh, digital television. And that's when the problem started. Um, because of the way digital works it meant lots more television channels could be created a lot more cheaply um so i think at first there were i don't know maybe 10 channels or something and then it grew and it grew and now i don't know how many channels are there i don't care how many channels are there occasionally i'll if i don't know um, very occasionally like maybe what once a year once every six months I sort of just look through all of the channels just to see what's there and it's like I've never heard of this one before or this one's new um, they just keep changing and they have strange names and I never look at them and the quality is really fuzzy and bad and they always show old programs and there's loads of advertisements and they're rubbish complete rubbish to be honest uh, but we have so many of them because it's so cheap to uh, create a digital TV channel I think there's probably if I was to guess I'd say around 50 television channels that you can pick up for free in the UK now um, but yeah I don't know what they are I think I think there's a popular one called Dave I don't know if it's still going. <laughs> can there, are there any others I can remember? Ah, uh, there's oh yes, okay. What has happened is the main channels that I mentioned earlier, like um, BBC, ITV, Channel Four, Channel Five. They've grown. Um, so BBC, the BBC also have BBC Three and Four. Um, ITV probably has something I don't know what it's called ITV plus ITV2 who knows <laughs> I never watch them um, channel 4 will have the same thing I don't know channel 4 plus channel 4 film 
that used to be one, I think, where it just shows films. Um, and then I know that Channel 5 has a few channels and one of them is 5 USA, where it just shows programs from America. Who cares about that? Um, so yeah, there's a there's load of rubbish on the television now. There's too much of it. And um, I don't I don't really see the point of it. I was I was okay when there were only four channels. Um, <laughs> I think lots of people were okay with only four channels. I always remember though when I was a child, I remember sometimes going round a friend's house and they had cable not cable television, was it? I think you could get cable television back then. But certainly satellite television was popular where you have like a dish on the outside of your house and it's pointed up at a satellite, getting satellite television. Um, and I remember thinking, wow, you've got all these channels. And as, as a kid, I was really sort of excited by that idea. Um, and sometimes I used to watch some uh, satellite television around a friend's house. And they were just things like a cartoon, cartoon network that just showed cartoons all the time. And uh, maybe like a music channel just showed music videos all the time. And I, I, I look back at that now and I think, why did people pay for that? <laughs> you know, it's not, it wasn't great content. And um, there were lots of advertisements in it. So really, it should have been free. You know, the television companies were making a lot of money from the advertisements, no doubt. So why were you paying for it? I, if, if, the, if there were no advertisements shown and you were paying for it, it sort of makes sense. But it, that's not the case. And it didn't make sense. Um, I think you're just like giving them money for no reason. Um, and what's more is it wasn't cheap. I seem to remember it being like around £30 a month. And that was... If, you know, quite a few years ago now, so that would be even more now. £30 a month, even today, is stupid. It's stupid money, I think, for uh, rubbish television channels. So, um, Netflix costs about £10 a month. It's less than £10, but it will be £10 soon. They keep putting the prices up every year. Um, so, Netflix is about £10. And this was three times the price and full of advertisements, whereas uh, Netflix is ad advert free. So yeah, I don't understand what <laughs> I don't understand why. But I guess four channels just wasn't enough for some people. Um, and what what I learned recently, which I was quite surprised about, is that these these TV things like um, the, the satellite television, cable television, they still exist in England. And I just think, I, I, it makes no sense to me. It absolutely makes no sense. Back then, I could understand, sort of. I don't know, like I said, I don't know why you'd want to buy them. But um, but there, were, there wasn't any internet. There wasn't any, uh, there, there, there were not any streaming services. You know, we didn't have Netflix. We didn't have um, iPlayer, on-demand television, uh, on-demand video, that kind of stuff. Um, what else? Disney, Apple TV, uh, Britbox. Um, 
nothing like that so you if you wanted more television channels this was the only way you know so you'd have to pay their stupidly high prices and watch all of their advertisements um but nowadays why just why <laughs> you know you can it, it's it's far simpler just to uh buy some streaming service isn't it than have to install like a satellite dish on your house or to have cable installed into your house you have to call up the company and they come round and they dig up all of your drive outside the front of your house and they put down some cables onto your drive and it's a it's a right nuisance and a mess and uh yeah people it's still it's still a thing i thought it would have died <laughs> i thought no one would be using it anymore and the services would have sort of died away but no you can still get um sky television the satellite and Virgin Television, uh, they're a cable company. Maybe there's other others, I don't know, but I think they're the two main ones here in the UK. So yeah, quite a surprise. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention briefly is that I've been watching quite a bit of old television, like some of it, like old programs from the 80s, some programs were from the 70s, um, and it's just really interesting. Um, if if you're interested in like British culture, I think that's those are programs are pretty interesting. They're interesting for me because it's it's like a, an older version of England, an older version of Britain that somehow feels a bit more British than today's Britain, um, and so it's just interesting to see see how things have changed and see what things used to be how things used to be like um, people sometimes speak quite differently uh, in these programs and there's no modern slang <laughs> yeah sort of sort of nice watching these programs uh, they're, they're, they're a bit more simple and sometimes a bit more quieter than the programs we have today um, but some of them are very good. We were watching this one called Heidi High, which is about a like a holiday camp um, somewhere in the UK, and it's a comedy type program. And it's funny, and it's well written. It's got a good story. I think that one's set in in the nineteen sixties, but it's actually filmed in the eighties, I believe. Um, oh, and and recently I've started re-watching a program that I watched before uh, called The Royal Family and I think that is a really good program to watch if you're interested in British culture it shows a certain type of family um, that we have in the UK and the whole program is just them sitting in their living room uh, talking to each other but the the way it's written it's it's very clever. It's it's amazingly good to be honest. Really, really good. But it's a comedy, and um, comedies are incredibly difficult to understand in another language. I think. Um, and I I think the royal family is probably the the sort of the top level. I would be I wouldn't be surprised if this was one of the most difficult things a foreign person someone's learning English could watch 
<laughs> if you can watch the royal family, if you can understand it, if you can enjoy it and laugh at it, I, I think you're British. <laughs> because it's difficult, not just because it's comedy, it's difficult because it is so British. It's um, all the little things in it, all the little sayings and yeah, the behaviour of the characters and everything. It's It's almost like it wouldn't be funny unless you were British or you knew so much about our culture. Um, so yeah, <laughs> in the end, I've uh, just explained to you a program that's maybe not very helpful <laughs> for you learning English, but a good test. Um, maybe this can be like the end, the end goal, like when you're when you're finally there. This is like I I can watch the royal family. I am, you know, I'm fluent in English. <laughs> I've learned everything about British culture. Um, this should be a certificate that you can get when you're able to understand that program. Yeah, because I do remember uh, meeting someone who was amazingly fluent in English, like incredibly impressive. And this person was trying to watch the royal family and it just, they couldn't understand it. But yet they could watch other programs, other comedy programs and laugh at them. No, no trouble. Um, but this one was just like, no, next, next level stuff. This is advanced, advanced level, double advanced. Anyway, enough of me rambling on about nonsense. Um, see you again next time. Bye bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.